we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. I'm Eddie Estrada here with my co-host Matthew. How you doing, Edward? I'm doing good. I am healed. Yes, for you are. the most part. You're walking pretty I'm walking normal. Yeah, it's just a little bit of tightness in my ankle, but I've I've healed myself. Thankfully, I had the best nurse in the entire world, Nurse McFarland. <laughs> I was like, wait, who? <laughs> you. I didn't do much, but no, no you, you were no, but you were just smart. You stayed it off of it, and now you're healed. It's, I'm. It's great. I'm much better. Because knowing, you know, if it were me, it'd be six months until. <laughs> Things were normal. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no. <laughs> we um, but what I mean, besides your foot, what a difference a week makes. Like we have, I feel like a whole new lineup of stuff to talk about. I feel so refreshed with Bravo with everything that came out this week and just everything that's happening. I'm like, this is this is good things happening. Yeah, Vanderpump Rules and uh, New Jersey premiered this week very strongly. I think very. Strong. I was very happy with both shows. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, you know, the the Salt Lake City stuff, you know, there wasn't a lot of there there besides the Jen Shaw of it all. And that stuff was all very sad. Yes. Um, and a lot of it played out off camera in the tabloids. It didn't really happen on the show. So it was a weird season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Potomac, um, you know, we'll talk about this more later. But uh, I feel like nothing really happened. And then most of the stuff that we're going to be talking about on the reunion next week is stuff that's happened in the last six months since they wrapped. So it's nice to see that Jersey and VPR are coming in and they've got, they're like, we have tons of baggage. We've got stuff to deal with. We got stuff. Um, So with that in mind, which one, let's start with the new stuff first, but what do you want to do? Want to do VPR or do you want to do Joycey? Let's start with VPR. Oh, okay, great. Let's do it. Um, Okay. So I just want to say, that I was very, very happy to be watching a new Vanderpump Rules episode. Me too. Oh. For <laughs> your your reasons are probably different than mine. Well, I've, I've missed the show. It was very lovely to see. But you're probably, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to say is you're just glad that like you don't have to watch another uh, rerun because I've been forcing you to watch duplicate episodes. Hey, and I love me some Vanderpump Rules. But I think I've seen season eight like... <laughs> Four times now. I know when you when you know when you're going through it sometimes and you're you having just, a bad day, you just like to watch something that you like. There's no surprises. Like you know that um, you James don't have to is going to yell at Raquel about uh, you know not being there for his set at pump, and it's just going to um, settle your nerves. <laughs> you know what? And I'm here for it. But we got we got a new episode, and it was we fantastic. did. And I did I not call it. You did, did I not you call did. it like a week or two ago that they were going to open the season with a flashback of let's say their wedding that Tom and Katie's wedding and about how they were so in love and everything was so great and flash forward to now and they're divorced. So let's start with that. Well, <laughs> I, I liked how they explained it where Katie was like, I went to him and I had a conversation and asked for a divorce. And then it's Tom. And he's like, yeah, she said there was a bunch of stuff in a relationship and she, she laid it all out perfectly, but I don't really remember what she said because I wasn't really paying attention. And that was one of the problems she had was that I don't listen. And so I, I didn't like, want to ask her. It's like, oh, my God, oh my God, Schwartz. He's a mess. A complete mess. And again, I'm not saying Katie was perfect. No. But uh, having just rewatched everything, I really do feel like Schwartz's immaturity and lack of fortitude in his life, like it's the reason why their relationship disintegrated so badly. And I think like now that Katie's not in the dynamic, I think that we're going to start to see Schwartz and Sandoval's relationship fracture because I think Sandoval's going to realize like, Oh, Katie was managing a lot of Schwartz's neuroses and a lot of his yeah. issues and a lot of what makes him difficult to be around. And now that she's not there to be a buffer. Oh, I have to now carry the brunt of all of that. Um, and it sounds like the two of them are, like, for the first time really ever, it feels like Schwartz and Sandoval are, like, not, a, like, 100%. Well, that's because Schwartz is upset that Sandoval kind of, like, dipped for three months to go do Sandoval and the most extras and kind of left the Which we can corroborate because we, we solved him. They, they showed the photo in front of Gramercy, and I was like, we were at that show. Yeah. Well, let's get to the bar, I guess, with Schwartz and Sandys. Like, okay. Let's start there because... 
the reunion from last season, they were hoping to be open by beginning of 2022. Um, it is February 2023. They are now open. They opened yes. fall of 2022. They yes. opened like nine months after they really wanted to. Yes. Um, so we're still in the middle of that. Uh, they're getting ready for like a, another, you know, party <laughs> to like see another progress they're party. They're doing a Daily Mail party. So it's still not done. Progress party is coming. Um, but you know, even in the previews coming up, we see that Schwartz and Sandy's is going to be a scapegoat that Schwartz uses to sort of blame why he and Katie didn't work out. Um, him and Sandoval, I just feel like, I don't know. I, I wonder how they're going to come out at the end of the season. Well, I'm sure they're still going to be friends, but I just feel like this dynamic is shifting very quickly. Yeah. And it, it sounds like they, they're still, they, they can't, lay down a, a plan for their life. Oh my they God. keep changing everything every five minutes. And the lady was like, at Friday, we need to be done. Friday, no, no more, more changes. changes. Which makes sense. I'd be like, you're supposed to be opening in three weeks. Why are you still making changes? I, Lisa Vanderpump would never do this. Lisa Vanderpump but this is why you need in. someone like Katie. Like Katie, yeah. Having Katie around would have been nice because she would have been like, guys, your ideas are cute, but like when we get to brass tacks, like this is what needs to happen. But when you don't have that, it's just a bunch of two idiots. See, and my thing also is they're like, now we've put a million dollars into this. And um, I, which is crazy. And I always, I, this is just in the back of my mind. Always. It's like planning. I feel saves money. I feel like because they've been making so many changes and because they want, that's what's budgeting for. Yeah, exactly. If you, they would have been like, if they would have gotten a to come in and say, <laughs> all right, this is my vision. This is the cost. If you want it lower, I can take out this, this, and this. If you want it more, I can do this, this, and this. That's all you need to do. That's I, what I like. You know, again, I get they, they want to be, you know, adults and be big men on campus and do it themselves and do it on their own. But, you know, it's there's no shame in asking for help. There's no, no. and like, especially when, like, again, this is the only the second venture you've gone on. And like the first one, you were babied and diapered and burped through the entire thing by yeah. Lisa and Ken. So to ask help from them or to get help from someone else or to just like, also just knowing what you're good at. Like if you know that you're yeah. Sandoval and you know that you're a great ideas man, but you need someone to kind of be like the, the logistical, like, yeah. you know, kind of the devil's advocate, the sane one, the numbers guy, like Find you, that. first of all, Schwartz is not that guy. Yeah. And second of all, it's like you, you need to know that about yourself and need to know that you need that other half. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I love seeing Ariana. I know Ariana and, and Katie have sort of been good for a couple of years now, but like seeing them hang out, Katie looks great. She really looks. The stress of that marriage washed off of her so quickly. Yeah. She looks like so fresh and so like alive and she looks great. I love Ariana's new hair. I think she's the long looking hair is so great. good. Yeah. It's everyone. Everyone's great. It seems like Ariana and Sandoval, we haven't really gotten into their relationship too much. Basically like Ariana's just upset. That Sandoval is doing everything all the time. And yeah, well, I'm sure she's also mad bar. that. Yeah, I'm sure she's also mad that like it, this is taking way longer than it was supposed yeah. to. She misses her boyfriend. She said, "Yeah." Which, by which, the way, I I'm ready for them to just call each other partners at this point because it would it just sounds weird her saying my boyfriend. They've been together for nine years, they're, and they're going to be together forever, or so they say. They're which Goldie I believe. Hawn and Kurt. Yeah, like why aren't like well in Cal? I think I don't in know California. It's common um, law. Ten years, right? Uh, it's. <laughs> I did look this up because I was nervous that me and Kelsey were going to become <laughs> because you were living together for so long. Yes. <laughs> but you have to be in like the same location for seven years together for there's like all these like, but I was like, we, 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 we were getting, we were getting close. That's uh, <laughs> amazing. Um, but you know, Lala, we're going to get, we we knew this. We were going to get a lot of the Randall, um, storyline this season, but I got to say it both, does not surprise me and kind of does that like shorts would be so dumb as to continue to hang out with Randall. Like, well, I mean, it's, he just doesn't get it. anything through. And like, even Sheena said, like, that's the problem. He yeah. doesn't think things through. And that's you. We're in our thirties and forties. Now we, that, that's not a thing anymore. And I also get where Lala is coming from, from being like, I'm going through a custody battle. If you are my friend, you can, you cannot be, friends with Randall as well because that's that's someone I can't trust on my side because no. I don't know what you could be telling him I don't know what could be you know what I mean which totally makes sense which makes sense so it's like no bro you're cut off like mm -hmm. you I can't be around you right now legally mm -hmm. because my I'm fighting for my daughter yeah I'm fighting for her life I'm not I don't give a shit about you yeah 
And Schwartz doesn't, Schwartz is like, oh, things will just pass over. It's fine. I guess I didn't read the article. I was the last one to read it. And it's like, I'm sorry. If someone was, if okay, if like someone, I was friends with someone through like, they were someone's boyfriend or whatever. You know what I mean? Like say like Lala was my friend and I found out that Randall was doing all these things and I would play pickleball with them here and there. And I was like, kind of chill with him. I would take a long, long pause and speak to Lala. Well, that was again that's the first anything. thing that I would do is I would call Lala and be like, "What is this hell? article like, about? How, what, how are you? What's going on? Tell yeah. me everything." And I would kind of take my cues from her because, again, I was friends with her first. Exactly. I've only exactly. known Randall for two ish years. Yes, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, I I don't know. So I like, I get why Lala is like, "Screw you, Schwartz." Like you said, you were my bro. You said you were my friend, and yeah. now you're going and doing this. Yeah, it's 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 weird. And I, even at, on Watch What Happens Live, he kind of doubled down. Part of me feels, but again, he's also just. I think, I think, he's even more useless than usual because he's just kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do with myself or my life now that like Katie's not Katie's gone. It. Yeah, and I fucked that up, you know. Yeah, but yeah, on Watch What Happens Live, he was like, I don't. I think I'm one and done. I don't think I'm ever gonna get married. Yeah, again. I mean, honestly, he probably shouldn't. No, I agree. Because like, <laughs> y- you can't expect an, a whole person to take care of you, and no. that's what he was looking for in a wife. He's no. looking for someone to literally burp like, him, bathe him, feed him, clothe him. And Katie was looking for what was real with someone who she could grow with and become a, like a mutual a partner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's not gonna happen. No, um, it is uncomfortable, awkward seeing Raquel and James. Um, I'm honestly glad though that they're not at each other's throats. Like I'm kind of glad that they're trying to. Yeah, but James is being such a dick James. to her. James is being such. A d- I'm. So, I have to give it up for Raquel. Like. Yeah, I would have literally blacked out that night, too, if he would have been like, yeah, she's the love of my life. She moved in. I'd be like, oh, we, yeah, like, are you joking? And, I, and I, I get why James is trying to save face, and it's like, no, but, like, that's not just – Raquel's not coming at you. She's just trying to be nice. She just wants you to know that, like, you guys have had some time apart now. She, like, wants you to know that she's a friend. She's you know, wants to be cool. Um, even though the girl seems a little – young and James should not be with someone right now. I think that the, her name's Allie. Is that her yeah. Name? She seems very nice. She seems sweet. I, <laughs> and I really give it to Raquel for like talking to her immediately, like very smart to get ahead of it and to kind of just like hash it out. Yeah. But my, James needs to be single. I have, I have my apprehensions about Allie because she was in reality TV before as a teen. She went to school for entertainment industry work. She's, I I think she saw James and she didn't fall in love. I think she saw James and saw an opportunity. I uh, I kind of felt the same thing that that, and, that that might be a possibility. And her just jumping into the group and being like, yeah, "Well, I'm part of this group now. These are my friends." We basically like, switched lives. We basically switched. Like I'm you now. Very, like, that was very single white female. Yeah, of her. it's it's her being like, "Okay, he's done with Raquel's gone. Like this, I I can I can I can deal with this man. Yeah, for the fame. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's what I feel. Yeah." And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but that's what I'm saying right I here mean, at the front of the I, podcast. I think, you know, I, I don't see her lasting very long because... I do. I see her for at least two seasons. N- I don't think so. I think she's going to get through this season and then be done. Because I think by the time we get to the reunion, it'll be over. Because James is now back on the drinking, which, yeah. um, you know, he doesn't seem yet. He doesn't seem, um, you know completely unhinged you know uh, unraveling no, I, but i give it i don't give it that much time i give it i give it a couple episodes and i feel like we're gonna see an unraveling i think we're gonna see Allie having a conversation with him being like i don't like the way you are when you drink i think i think we're gonna start to see some like history repeat itself i'm sorry i immediately immediately noticed that he had been drinking again before he even said it by the yeah. way he's acting in his confessionals and the way he was talking to people yeah. and just around yeah. because the eroticism that he had previously, like just being everywhere. I'm, I'm James Kennedy. Go, 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 go. Like it's, it's not surprising. Like I'm like, I, I knew immediately and I, I, I just see him going down the same path. And Lisa's like, you know what? If you're good, you're good. But I'm like, he's not good. No, it's, it's, it's not good at all. Um, I'm sorry. I'm still dead at like, go, go, I go, know. go. I totally forgot. Oh, also the best quote from Ariana. It's Top Gun summer. Well, Hey, I got to say, she was like, I, she's like, I, Sandoval started going the mustache and I said, keep going. It's Top Gun summer. Let me tell you. Everyone I know has one now, except for me. Not everyone. I well, feel like I'm the only one. No, I know. I've, well, maybe I notice them more now that they're okay. out in the world, you know? Okay. All, you know, hanging out. It was a fabulous episode. I'm so excited for the season. Not a lot of Sheena and no Brock at all, but I'm assuming that will change because we're going to see them get married. Well, yeah, I think, I think Brock's going to take more of a backseat this season. I mean, I think Sheena's like, yeah, you're not. 
Um, but you it's can't. good to see Sheena. And Sheena, I liked her confessionals. I think she's coming from a very like good place this season. Yeah, and she's just ready to get married. I think. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, great episode. So excited to just get going. One second. What? I also wanted to bring up something really quick about Lala and James. When James came over to help Lala get into her office when he was like coming to help and she goes wow you're looking really good James like you're looking really good you're making me want to like break up you and your girlfriend basically and she's like I'm gonna give your girlfriend a run for her money or something like that and he was like oh no 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 I'm telling you well I've always felt it and I feel like well there's not maybe this season but next season I think we're gonna see it really I think they hooked up in that break after Raquel Raquel uh, yeah. left him, I think, I think so too. I think they hooked up like uh-huh. maybe once or twice, and they were like, and then he found Ali. I think Lala's gonna come in between Ali and James, whether Lala means to or not. I think yeah. Ali is gonna be very insecure and very yeah. um, afraid of Lala. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at this point, I don't understand why Lala and James don't get, just get together because I think Lala would be great for James because but I think James has to be sober. Well, that's the thing is I think she would – I honestly think Lala would be the kind of person that would – she's the, she's what he needs to stay sober. But, like, that – Is that for As a sober person, she knows that that's not healthy. Exactly. So she needs He's got to do it for himself. himself. Yeah. And the last time he did it for Raquel, it was an ultimatum. Which is why he said, I'm I'm doing this for me now. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Ugh, or, so do, or, or, or he's not doing it for For him. someone else. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad it's back. I'm so glad it's back as well. And speaking of so glad it's back, let's hop on over to New Jersey, shall we? Yes. I, wow. Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. I forgot how much I love the show. I love the newbies. Should we jump into the newbies before we get into the drama? Yeah, let's get into the newbies and just get them out of the way because like they didn't really do much, but they did just enough to get my attention. Yes. Um, So first one we have is Jennifer, who's Marge's friend. Um, she's like a businesswoman. It looks like we saw her a little bit. She seems funny. She seems cool. We didn't really get too much of her. Oh, I thought her name was Rachel. No. Okay. Jennifer's oh, the Danielle's, brunette. Danielle's the friend of. Or no, not Danielle. But Jennifer, I think, is a friend of. So this isn't a new house. Jennifer's the friend of. Danielle's yes. the blonde. Danielle and Rachel is, is the brunette. The and Rachel and Danielle are the real, are their actual the housewives. housewives. Yes, yes, yes. Got yes. it. Okay. Jennifer's the friend Jennifer's of. Jennifer's a friend of. Yeah. Who so, seems cool. So Danielle, Danielle has a really cool connection to this whole thing because her stepmom is married to Caroline Manzo's brother. Yes. So she's known Teresa forever and Teresa loves her. Well, she seems really cool. She's so fun. Her kids are, her kids are so funny. She's obsessed with her husband and he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like them a lot. And then Rachel, um, Rachel, I like Rachel. Her confessions are funny because she's sort of just like, she's doing the right thing. I think where she's just like, just not making a scene, but just being like, oh, this is like, she's just being openly observant and just kind of saying it as like, oh, this is what I'm kind of seeing unfold in front of me. And yeah. I, it's like, it's, it's funny. I like her. Uh, she got into the group cause she's Melissa's friend. Cause Jaden and Gino, their, their sons are best friends. Right. Also all the kids look so old now. I'm like, oh my God, it freaked me out. The Gorgas in particular, the, yes. like what, um, uh, the, what's the, uh, the daughter's name. Uh, uh, Antonia. Yeah. She and the two boys. Whoa. They're adults. They're adults. They're literally it adults freaks now. me out. And, and same with, um, you know, watching even the, every time I see Teresa's girls, they look yeah. older and older and older. Like Melania looks completely different. I mean, for me, Gia, like this is Gia in my mind forever. Like yeah. she'll always look like, like this. Piercing blue eyes. And like, yeah, yeah. like it's just who she is. Wake up in the morning. I do have so many <laughs> things. I do have a comment I want to say about Rachel that I wrote OMFG for because Rachel is the first 90s housewife that we've had. Oh, when they said 1991 and like, again, it was cool when like we had one-offs like Megan King Edmonds who like was in her like late 20s. Or like Ashley Darby. Like fine. But like when it's now like, oh no, this is the standard. Like they're going to be in their 30s now. Like this is, we are old. (laughs) I was like, uh, also the fact that Marge called her a uh, glamorous Tim Burton character. I, I screamed. That is the perfect, literally. She's like a who like Tim Burton character. It's literally exact. Like the plastic surgery she's gotten done. Cause that nose is not real. No, no, there's no, no way that nose is real. No, but she That's does Jennifer look a little knows. Wednesday Adams a little. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, the new girls are great. Um, 
Let's see. What should we start? Oh, I with? wanted just one more thing. Another reason that Rachel's connected to the group. Dolores knows Rachel really well because Rachel and Frank's new girlfriend, <gasps> Britt, used to be trained by Frank for bodybuilding. Yes. And so Frank now has this 33-year-old girlfriend, Britt, who yes. used to train that's best friends with Rachel. Yes. It's all connected. It's all in connected. Like uh, the incestuous nature of Jersey is very, very real. I'm a little worried about Frank, though, because he was in the hospital for he's not able to have any bowel movements. No, I think like <sighs> he really, if he doesn't do a huge overhaul of his diet and exercise regime and like really slim down, which I don't think he, I think, I think to him, he's one of those guys where his body and his, his size is completely, is directly tied to his like worth as a, as a man, his yeah. masculinity, but he needs to take care of himself or he's going to die. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's how men in, in, in their fifties and sixties die from heart attacks yeah. or die from strokes because their bodies can't handle all of the crap they're doing to themselves. Exactly. Um, also it is so like Frank clearly could deal with David because David was this like very hyper intelligent, like skinny white boy who was like kind of a ghoul of a guy who like was very different from Frank. Yeah. And they could be friends and it could be fine. I think Frank on some level was like, David will never be, They'll never be like end game. And if they are, they won't have what me and Dolores had. Yeah. But I think Polly freaks Frank out because Polly can give Dolores everything she's ever wanted. Yeah. And it, the way that he talks about it so openly in front of the girlfriend. Girlfriend. I was like, shocked. Whoa. She was like, and she was just laughing it off. Like it was well, no like, big what deal. What is she going to do? Yeah. But like he like is clearly like. Yeah freaked out by Polly and freaked out by that great relationship because you can, you can see how happy Dolores is. She's the happiest we've ever happiest seen we've her. Happiest we've ever seen her. And like, I'm all for it. But yeah. Um, Jennifer, love her injured. Just, I think it's like high camp. It's fun. Walking up the staircase in the boot and Limping, the high heels. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry. That's just high camp. She's the perfect person to give me that physical comedy. Yeah. Um, I did want to take a moment and... I really hope that none of her family members have been affected by the horrible earthquakes in Turkey. Mm. I don't know where her family is from. I'm hoping that most of them are from like the Northeastern or no, sorry, the Northwestern part of Turkey, like Istanbul, because that's, I think they were also affected, but that was, it wasn't anywhere near the epicenter. I'm hoping they're not from South Turkey or from Northern Syria. Um, I'm assuming that's going to become part of the story later for her because their entire family is Turkish. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to just take a moment. Um, but it kind of surprised me. I didn't re I, I had forgotten that they filmed so soon after the reunion because no one's talked. No, nobody has spoken. So like the fact that Dolores and Jen are like really on the outs is honestly, it's a little it's surprising to me. It, no, it Jennifer. is all Jennifer. It really is like to, to, to take Jen, to take Dolores to task because she called you a see you next Tuesday. Like it's not great, but it's not like and friendship the fake ending. crying and being like, I don't understand how she could call me a hypocrite. And all the other girls are like, well, cause you were a hypocrite. And there's like, there's all reasons, of the girls, yeah. even the newbies are like, but well, you, you we like, you're not listening to Dolores. <laughs> um, but that was, I mean, that was at like the end of the episode when they were at the thing. Uh, I want to go, I want to jump back though to the beginning before we, we talk about Melissa and Teresa. And I want to talk about, um, Teresa and Marge and Louie and Frank. Yeah. Or Joe. Sorry. Very interesting. Okay. So I do think Teresa is getting better. I, I've never seen her like this. I've never seen her as calm and apologetic as she was to Marge in this moment. I was very impressed saying that you brought up something that I was like, uh, Oh, this might make more sense. Well, it just felt like, like it just, it feels like she's not doing it because she wants to be better. She wants to grow. She wants to, it, it's very much like Louis, the love of my life. I'm obsessed with him. And he's telling me that optically this looks bad. Yeah. And I want to be the queen of the universe and I want to be the queen of the world. And I, we're, we're almost there. I got, I got sidetracked for a couple of years. So I had to go to prison, but we're almost there now. So yeah. like if optically it looks good that I do this, let's do it. And Louis has taught me how to make it look like I'm remorseful brilliant at and optics. I'm yeah. I, Louis helped me make it look like I'm empathetic and I feel bad and I'm sorry when I'm certainly not. <laughs> it, it just that's very much well, what it feels she like she was like she was like this is who i am i lash out i'm just like my i'm dad. just like my father and it's also kind of crazy like i'm ultimately i'm glad that she did it because i think 
for the sake of the group and for because I don't think Margaret did anything wrong. I no. love Margaret. So that for I'm for Margaret's sake, I'm glad that it happened. But the way that like Louis was also just like interrupting and coaching her through the whole thing, like they're like on one hand, I get it. Therese has been through hell and I want her to have a, ha- I, I want her to be happy. I yeah. want her to have the happy life and the happy marriage and the happy family. But like the way she has completely forsaken Joe Gorga and completely abandoned him because she's now has a new family. It's it was so sad. fucked up. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's so messed up to me. I don't think Joe Gorga has done anything to deserve this treatment from her. I think that he's an innocent, I think he's pretty, I mean, I'm not saying he's perfect, but I think he's pretty, I I feel terrible. And I, if I were him, I would be in the same spot that he's in now being like, there's nothing to say. There's, there's nothing penetrating this woman's iron curtain. Nothing. Well, I think I, I'm not going to call Joe Gorga an innocent bystander, but I understand where you're coming from. I do think this stems from Alyssa and Teresa in the most real sense. And like we do know now that Joe and Melissa got onto the show behind Teresa's back. And that was even something that her mother was upset about. Like these things are like, like but Melissa, see, I think it might be, and I hate to be like, it's all Melissa. Cause I don't think it's all Melissa. I think Joe's part of this too. I think there is a battle. I think there is a, like, they both want to be the it family of Jersey. Well, no, I think what it is. Yeah. I think that Teresa wants to be the queen of the fucking universe. I think she's always wanted that. And I think that she was the queen of the universe in her family until yeah. Melissa came along and Melissa, whether Melissa wanted to or not, I'm sure some people would say she didn't like, it was never her intention to do this. Some people would say she always wanted to do this, but Melissa threatened that status and that power for Teresa. Yeah. And it, just by sheer existence, Melissa it, messed with that whole family dynamic and everything. Yeah. And I think there is a whole, I think there's a whole layered story to who was going to get on the show and who wasn't. And I think there's a whole fucking thing because I think, I think it's possible Bravo wanted them all on it I, all at once. And Teresa said, no, it's either. I, I, I think there's a whole slew of possibilities to how they all got on the show and how they didn't get on the show and who said what and what producers, whatever. But the idea that they were, the idea that they were never not all going to be on the show eventually to me is ridiculous because you can't Teresa. What Teresa will never fail to understand is that for her to be queen of the universe, she's going to have to have it all out on the table, which includes her relationship with her brother, which was always a big part of her life. Yeah. So that was always going to happen. You know what I mean? No. And I, yeah, I I agree. And as raw as a cucumber, as Teresa's Um, being. Oh my God. Like, that's another thing too. But like, the thing is, it's like, she was, regardless of what happened in the beginning with Melissa and Joe and them getting on the show, whatever. Like, I don't know anyone that can sit here and watch the show and go, like, I'm not saying Melissa is perfect and she's done things too, but like, I'm sorry, I don't know anyone that can sit here and watch the last 10 years and go, Teresa's the one that's mostly at fault and she's the biggest culprit of why this family is fractured and why everything's messed up. And like, let's just get real. Like, I, it's weird that we, as a view audience, whether it's Jen Shaw, whether it's Eric Jane, like we, we're all kind of messed up. We just so desperately want to cheer on these people and we have a hard time accepting when they're really flawed and they're messing up and being ter- terrible and tacky. Like, I don't know what's wrong with us. <laughs> like, Jen, we all finally, like, I think because the law got involved, we all kind of came to with Jen real quick and we all sobered up. But Erica Jane, even a lot of us, even myself, like it took us a while to finally go, no, she's kind of garbage. I mean, I hate to say it, Matthew, but I'm more Team Teresa than I am Team Melissa. No, I, I cannot. I, you're, you're, you're just saying that to me. You're just saying the mess with me. No, I think Melissa's a snake. <laughs> I'm, you're messing with me. There's no way. You're kidding me. I no. I'm sorry. Uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. uh uh. I'm sorry. Whether you are Jacqueline, whether you are Carolyn Manzo, whether you are Kathy Wakili, whether you are Kim, whether if you are in Teresa's orbit and you threaten her status as queen of the universe, she will destroy you, and you will never be on the inside track with her. The only way you can exist in her world is if you are an extension of her. So if you are her daughter or her husband, or if you are a loyal subject, a la Jennifer Aiden, you are right. Or Jacqueline back in the day when the second that you stop being a loyal subject, you're done. 
the, there's no room for you. You are right. Unless that you are, right. unless you are her daughter or you are her husband and you're an extension of her greatness. You need to be a part of the, the inner Again, circle. Again, I'm not saying Melissa is innocent no. at all. But between the Gorgas and Teresa, I'm sorry. I I just feel like it is abundantly clear that Teresa, like, is a snake. <laughs> well, we'll have to see how the season progresses. I did love the charity shoot. I mean, we are on a to-be-continued, but... Oh, my God, how cute was the charity shoot? It's and all so the funny. Husbands. I love when they all just, you know, they get have silly. fun and they get silly. I, my favorite part was... Could you, the Rachel's husband used to be a model and she was like, was his modeling successful? And he was like, he was on law and order. We are in the presence <laughs> of a superstar. I, yeah. Like she and Danielle are, I, I think they're going to be great. And like, you just know when they're going to have a good season. And I just feel like, like with Salt Lake, with the, with the newbies they tried to bring on, like almost instantly you could be like, no, yeah. they, they're, they don't, they're not it. You could just feel it. So I, I feel, I, I feel it's good, a good about squad. these girls. It's a good squad. And one other thing I will say before we move on is just like, I really don't know. I, I went back and forth this whole episode being like, is Louis good for Teresa? Is he not? And one on one moment I'd be like, he's good for her on the next minute. I was like, no, he's not. I don't know. I, I, I was very conflicted, but um, I, I mean, I, uh, optically it looks like he's really good for her. I don't know what the truth is. Also the fact that Louis's mother is a therapist is very telling to me. I think that, t- honestly, to me, that literally just, that says a lot. Yeah, I, I, I hate to say it, but I think I have to agree. He's, there's there's something there. There's some uh, psychoanalytics going in there. All right. All right. All right. Should we all go right, to all right, all right. Uh, family karma? Oh, yeah. Let's do some family karma. Let's do it. The first thing I wrote with family karma was poor Monica with a broken heart because this poor girl... This poor girl is being put through the ringer by this man. I do not think Richa is going to propose ever to this girl. No. And I think, but like also her dad. Oh my God. Her father. We need to, we need to talk about that because like it was kind of fucked up. Like I was a little bit like you're acting like a bitchy mean girl. Like it felt very like, Ew, it felt gross. It, it, it felt like Regina George kind of going in on Gretchen Wieners. Like, it, it was very much that vibe. And Monica's just sitting there being like, you're my, f-, like, she was looking at him like, you're my father. Like, you shouldn't give a shit. Like, that, that is what the parents need to understand is like, you do not need to give a shit about any of this. Like, at all. I understand that you're you're only as happy as your, sat- your saddest child. I totally get that. But at the same time, it's like, don't project and put all this stuff on your daughter. When you are, like, I'm sorry, you are not married yourself. You were divorced. Your marriage failed. Yeah. Like, you are the last person to talk about marriages, engagements, like, commitments, fidelity. Like, let's not. Let's, let's not. I feel so bad for her. And I agree. I think Rishi, I think that maybe he wanted to. But then I think, I think maybe he did. I'm starting to think that maybe he did maybe flirt or maybe did do something with somebody. Yeah. And I think that the brother's girlfriend made it a way worse than it was. I think it's created a very weird dynamic in the family. I do think it's fucked up that if there is a family gathering and she wasn't invited, that if Monica wasn't invited, then Monica, I do, which I, I do agree that like something must be done about that. If I, I was the dad, I might say something about that. I, well, I, I think that's kind of where he was coming from is he was like, I want to know, is she invited? Is she there? Because if she's there and you're not there, that's your answer. Yes. And I think that I think that's kind of I yeah I do think it was he kind of took it a little bit too far. The dad did. Yeah. But I do think some of the points he's bringing up are the Vegas she, wedding is very very needs, weird. She needs to kind of look at this and be like because at the end of the day, does she want to be a part of the family that doesn't like her? You know what I of mean? Of course not. Like and if, she hasn't if, done anything wrong. Exactly. So if she hasn't done anything wrong and the family's just like we don't like this girl, we're not going to invite her to stuff. Why would she like? Is Rishi that great? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I'm so. sorry, like, I know that everyone's going to say no, but, like, the improv class just reaffirmed for me that Monica no, and Brian are meant are, to be together. They, I'm no, sorry. No, that's the thing, is, like, they, their love for each other is run so deep, and they, I mean, I, when he was like, I screwed up. I screwed up by going to Rishi first when I should have gone to Monica. Yes. She is everything to me. Yes. I need to be on her side, not Rishi's side. Yes. I, I... In, I know he's talking to another Monica with a K now, which killed. Oh my God, me. he needs to he's, get a grip with that. Like, exactly. Lord have mercy. But I, I, I do think these two. I think Rishi. This is how I first see it. I see at the end of the season, Rishi and Monica being like, you know what? There's too much pressure. I don't think it's gonna work. Like, I do love you, but I don't think we're gonna be. I think we should just cut this now before it's whatever. Yeah, we blown it. Monica's gonna be so heartbroken. Whose arms is she gonna run into? Brian's. Brian's, Brian's gonna be like, you know what? I was stupid. 
I do really like this girl. They're such like an amazing like watching them in the freaking improv class. It's, I mean, it's, it's perfect. And like, they don't have he to worry just, about a I, thing. I feel like Brian is at his best when he's with Monica. Yes. Like he, something in him wakes like the, yes. the, the adult, the grown up, the, the, I want to create a life with someone yes. that just, you can see it light up in his eyes a little bit. Yes. And it, I, ugh, I'm praying for him for yeah. Brian and for Monica, not for Rishi. No, I really, yeah. I, I mean, ugh, I just want it so bad. Um, I know, it, I know it's going to happen too. I, they just need to get out of their freaking hard heads. And I know. Um, I'm really glad that, we're going to get into the Nicholas stuff in a little bit, but I'm glad that he had, it was, it's good to know that he has at least one person from his side of the family. That's a supportive person. I, I loved that whole conversation Aunt Terry, he had about love Aunt Terry her. and being like, you know what? I didn't know what the word ally was at that time, but I knew I could be gay around aunt Terry. And, and that was so, so I, yeah. I totally got that. Yeah. Like there were people that you knew that you could be yourself around and no one was going to say, like it wasn't going to be a hundred percent. Totally get that. Yeah. I was like, I totally feel it's like that. it's like you find your you find your safe spaces and your safe people as a kid and you don't realize what that is and then when you get older you're like oh my god I was you know I was finding my community yeah without really realizing it totally um yeah we'll get to the Nicholas thing in a second I just want to say Alex Taylor Smith improv student he got a full like line under his name yes. I was like wow that could have been me <laughs> <laughs> um okay and um, why do I keep forgetting her name? The beautiful, beautiful girl, uh, beautiful auntie who's married to O'Malley. Bali. Bali. They're not married. Well, I know I say that because like they're going to be, but like yeah. I, I, I think that this thing with O'Malley is going to be great. I think that she just needs to, I'm glad that everyone is like, you need to take the lead. Wake up. You're in love. There's no, you're just doing this out of fear. Well, I, you know, I did like what she away. said to her daughter. She was like, I didn't want to move while you were still here because I wanted you to know you always had a home to come back to. Which is very sweet. Which makes sense. Which also makes sense why now the dad is like, we're taking the house. Yeah. She's, she's gone. This isn't for her anymore. You're just living in this home, which also makes sense. So now I think she's finally like, I, my kid's out of the house. I don't have this home. What do I really have for me besides O'Malley? Yeah. And the, yeah, you're right. Like, I think this was a way for her to kind of avoid the future avoid mm-hmm. next steps and so now she's like oh no i i've the universe is it, telling you wake up it's time, time to move on it's to... time to move forward yeah if you're not with him it's gonna... i think it's honestly i think he's gonna be so happy and i he, think he wants it i think he oh, yeah um so yeah i'm very very excited um i really thought it was sweet like we're gonna jump into the wedding because they're all getting ready to yeah, go to the wedding so let's get into the next um, stuff i really thought it was sweet when Amrit's mother was like i just want to talk to Nicholas's mother and say, I understand it's not easy to have a gay son, but we're all learning. We're all in the same boat. If I could do it, you can do it too. I thought that she never fails to impress me. I like every time she's on screen, I'm excited because I'm like, what is she going to like wow me with this time? Cause she is, it is so beautiful to see her, someone who was so scared become so open and ready for this. It's, and with her stupid little rainbow shoes and rainbow handbag. I know. It's, I'm sorry. Diane, I hope you're listening. If you ever come to an event. I know. The, thing, the ones that know, the ones like, in a few years, <laughs> she'll learn that like, that's like, you know, <laughs> June, month of June, go out. It's fine. Pride fine. month, you can wear a bracelet. Go out, yeah. Fine. We'll let it, we'll let it slide. show up to anybody. I will say, you know, it it's, 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 it's a tough, you know, I'm glad the meeting went well. I'm glad that they had a great, you know, dinner together. But I totally understand where Nick is coming from to a degree where it's like so much of this wedding is not for me. So yeah. much of this wedding is for Amrit and for you too already. You know what I mean? So to hear for the 15,000th time right before the wedding that you're upset again about something that's really not about us, but about you guys, I get where he's coming from because again, it's like he's, this wedding is 90% Amrit's. Yeah. Based on his traditions, his values, what his, you know what I mean? And their excuse is, well, your parents aren't involved. We can't, it's not our fault, which is like, come on, come on. Like, that's not Nicholas's choice either. So I, I, I totally, it's just, a, it's a very delicate situation. It's tough. I don't think that Nicholas is saying though, that like, he doesn't want to have the wedding and call it off and whatever. But I think he is being a little bit dramatic. But can you imagine what it's like for him He's alone. No, I understand. Like, I'm just, you know what I mean? No, I just, I, I, I understand, but I, I was not expecting Groomzilla, the title to be about Nicholas. 
and seeing. And I think Grimzilla is a little unfair. I think it is too, but I, I, it is, it makes me upset to be like, I, for, I see, I don't know. I don't know why he's not just like, I understand I don't have a family. So I'm going to just going to jump into this family because this family wants me. You know what I mean? He has his aunt Terry like, and I get, I mean, I don't understand. Like I get like, it's the day before the wedding. They're upset about something. It's never going to happen. I like you. I, I just don't know. I just feel like he's so sensitive. Well, yeah, it's a, again, it's a high stress. Like, everything yeah. about it is just, there's a lot. The emotions are at like a, a 20. Yeah. And like, I guess I have to be more understanding. I think he, I'm more of Amrit where I'm like, well, I think I, I, I also, I also don't think it's just Amrit's parents. Like he, he's taking into accountability. Every one else's feelings first, but his, if you think about it, his parents, he's, it's pulling teeth to get his own parents to come to the wedding. They don't want to be filmed in any respect whatsoever. They want to, they, they want, uh, they want a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think Nick is like, me and Amrit should literally say exactly what we want from our wedding. And everyone should either jump on board or not come. And I totally get that perspective. It's like, it's about us and our love and our wedding. So what should have happened from the very beginning is we should have sat down and gone, what do we want? Excluding everybody else. What do just you and I want? Just us two. And then that's it. What everyone else, what anyone else wants is like, I think that's what is so, Nick is trying to articulate. So Nick should have, I think Nick should have been more upfront about that because totally. it sounded I agree. like, I agree. it sounded like Amri and Nicholas had this conversation and Amri goes, yeah, we could go get eloped, but I really do want this big Indian wedding. And Nicholas said, okay, then we'll do this big Indian wedding for you. When he says that, he has to understand it's going to be a big Indian wedding. No, totally. But again, like, what is the point of the, what is the point of Amrit's mom bringing up yet again, something that she knows is not going to happen yet again. Right. But I, I totally get it. It's like, you know, that's not going to happen. You know, you brought it up already a thousand times. Are you doing it to get a rise out of me? Are you doing it because you think we'll change our minds last minute? Like what? Like I, maybe he should have just asked her point blank. Like, can I ask why you continue to bring that up? Like, is it because you're hoping we'll change our minds in 48 hours? Or is it just like, what, what, what good does it do bringing it up again and again and again? Well, it wasn't even like something that they wanted to add. It was just like that one thing wasn't going to happen because they couldn't find, right. The person that would do it because it was like, they were against it. Right. But I I don't know. Regardless, so, though, but, it's like but, so. But where I'm seeing where I'm seeing her is like she. It's it's just like a mom talking, being like, oh, like, you know, we don't have this, and it's it's weird, you know, because she. I think she's just trying to express that it's different. And how? But way. how many times does he have to hear that? He also needs to understand that he's on a television show, and they need to repeat these conversations five hundred times for TV. And if he's not cool with that, and that's going to get on his nerves, then let it happen. I don't know though if that's exactly what's happening. Okay, whatever. Let's move on. Um, I'm a little nervous for the episode next week, but like I'm assuming everything the talk they have is like beautiful and heartfelt, and everything's fine because they got married. I mean, so- yeah, I think it's going to be fine. I mean. I, I get Amri's dad being like, we can pack this up and go now. If you're just going to be unhappy at your wedding, let's not do it. You guys can go get eloped. I mean, I don't think that's very productive to say. No, I, I don't think it is. I think but that's at the just same time, making it like, harder. But, I mean, it is. But at the same time, I get his frustration. He's like, I'm rolling out the red carpet for you guys to make sure that you guys have the best day in the entire world. And I get that there's some things that aren't going to happen. And your mom's not happy and you're not happy and Nick's not happy. But at the end of the day, everyone's going to not be happy for one little thing. But the magic of the whole event should over – like over and that it should I mean yeah I mean for me I'd be like okay yeah whatever like it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen but all I'm thinking about is I'm gonna get to marry Amri in a day and that's at the end of the day all this other bullshit doesn't matter because it's just a big fat party at the end of the day I'm gonna get to marry the person I love and it's bells and whistles whatever it's it, if something doesn't happen I mean we saw the machine on, on Vanderpump Rules things are gonna go wrong at your wedding things always go wrong and things aren't gonna happen sure. and I get and I get Nick's things but I think Nick needs to be like I just think that Breathe. just sit there. I, I just, just I got, again, I just sat there watching it the other day and gone, what if my parents were, were like this? They never, they are the, they are the complete antithesis of Nick's yeah. parents. But what if they were like that? I had two sisters. What if they both were like, I think what you're doing is disgusting and I'm not coming to your wedding. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just don't think, I think that we're all underestimating what he's going through that the gravity of how yeah. miserable that is. Yeah. Cause we all like the two people sitting in this room have two parents and siblings that love them com- unconditionally. True. And so we would never have to true. Yeah. We would never have to second guess whether or not they would be like ever. 
Yeah. So I think that that, I think they're also under, I think that they're underestimating that because they're underestimating how much they love their son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, they don't, they're not making that connection. They're not making that connection. Yeah. Okay. I get both sides. No, I I do. You you brought up a really fair point now. And I think I'm just being, I, you know, I only see the frame of the world from my lens and I, you brought up a really good point. Well, no, I just, you know, I think, I think both sides are valid because I also felt bad for, because you can tell they love Nick. And that's the thing. They love him so much. All we do is love him. And again, I think they just got to get, I think this is also just like, this is the, the final remains of mourning the life that he thought he was going to have with his family, Nick and his parents and his sisters, you know, he's mourning that and then accepting and getting ready for the new life he's about to start. We're seeing that too. I think like, yeah. cause by he is saying goodbye and farewell to a lot of his former life and his for, and his family. And thank God his parents are going to be part of this new journey, at least for the beginning who yeah. hopefully they'll stay around for the whole thing. Um, when grandkids get involved, usually that solves problems. But, um, <laughs> but he's saying goodbye to his sister, saying goodbye to, you know, that community and that religion, that world that said no and didn't accept him. So, yeah. you know, we're seeing that too. It's a great show. Everyone should be watching it yeah. if you're not. Clearly we, it's bringing a lot of conversations. Okay. Uh, what do we have? La- Potomac? And Miami. Thing? Oh, and Miami. Okay. What yeah. do you want to do first? Potomac? Let's do Potomac. So this was the finale. Finale. Okay. Um, so like I said before, I brought this up earlier. Uh, I, I Don't get me wrong. I love these women. I had a great time this season. But 17 episodes, not a lot happened. Like really not a lot happened. And what we're ta- a lot of what we're talking about and what we're going to be talking about next week at the reunion is stuff that happened since they wrapped. Like issues with Ashley and Michael post the divorce. Um, Robin and Juan and all that garbage. Um, you know, uh, uh, Giselle's uh, Candace, yeah, Giselle's yeah. surgery. Candace, like we're talking about stuff that was all off camera, so it's just it's an interesting vibe. Yeah, I mean, it it was a weird finale. It didn't really feel like a finale. Almost. No, it felt like just like another episode. And it was I was watching it, and I was crocheting. I'm really big into crocheting right now. <laughs> I'm working on a big project, and uh, I didn't realize it was the end of the episode. Like I was watching it and then it was like, Oh, the thing started flashing up on the screen. I was like, Oh my God, this is the finale. Yeah. I was like, wait, what is happening here? Uh, but I do want to (laughs) say I love Ashley's new house, but 13,000 a month for a mortgage is insane. Insane. Um, also, Dean is so cute when he's not screaming bloody murder that he wants to take his shirt off. A hundred percent. But I felt so bad because I've also been watching this show called um, The Parent Test. It's on Hulu. Oh, right. It's an ABC show. And it's basically all these different parodying styles. It's It makes me want to be a parent. It's so interesting. It's so fun. I love it. But um, one of the things, one of the challenges they do is they, they the parents have to go to a nice dinner at a restaurant with other people in the restaurant and – they bring weird food to the table for the kids that they have to eat. So the whole meal is like octopus and like tuna tartare. Oh my God. And so it's like dealing with these kids, first of all, being in a public restaurant, but then also them being like, I don't want to eat that. Like that's gross. And trying to get your kids to be calm and eat these things. It was so interesting. But I was like, Ashley's on the parent test right now. She is. She is. One. And she, and she gave him the the iPhone, which would have been a fail. I know. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, I, I feel I feel bad for her because like, I don't, I don't know what it's going to take for her to understand that. Like all that matters in the court of law, Ashley is the law legal. What's legally binding. What's written down on paper and signed, sealed and delivered and notarized. Anything that Michael tells you means fucking nothing unless it's on paper in writing signed in ink. So him telling you, promising you anything, any help, any assistance, any whatever means fucking nothing. So, Oh, I, I worry about her. I worry about the fact that they're still tied together financially. I worry about I worry about Michael turning those kids against her. I don't think they will. I think I think she's putting I think she's gonna be the one raising those kids and making them I mean, you see how she is with Dean. Mommy and son time, like that's so cute. Like I think she's real I don't I don't worry about him turning the kids against her. I think Ashley is gonna be fine. Um, I loved uh Giselle uh cleaning out her anchors. Listen, branches, y'all out of here. Bye, branches. Well and then why does Karen have a chicken thing? She, it's the, remember they told her that she can't dirty have bird. a dirty bird. She can't eat the dirty bird. Remember because she she got food tested and she was seeing what was reacting bad with her body. And they're like, you got to get rid of the chicken. They can't be eating that dirty bird. Okay. But um, speaking of Karen, I'm so glad that she put Mia on blast. <laughs> like, 
so did, did you defend me when they were calling me a whore and when they were insinuating that I was a prostitute? Did you defend me? And she was like, uh, and actually, no, I didn't really. Like, <laughs> I'm also like, good for me ever being like, oh, no, I, I kind of just let them touch Wanna shit. do their thing. But, uh, like, this is what I'm saying. It's like, again, people scratch their heads and wonder why Karen doesn't like Sharice. It's like because Sharice gets drunk at a strip club and talks about the fact that Karen's yeah, a whore. Charisse. Like, bye, Sharice. Get out of here. Um, I Before we get into the, the party and then everything that happens with, like, the wedding and Robin and Juan and all that, I want to talk really quickly about um, Giselle. And, and her daughters. And the daughters. That had me laughing, but also, like, nervous. Because <laughs> she was like, yeah, what is the school teaching about? And it's like... I mean, I know I, for the most part, I, I know stuff because I remember taking that class, you know, when you're in like middle school and you watch the whole video. And then I took anatomy and physiology when I was in high school, like honors anatomy and physiology. Like I know the body. And we go now. over it so many times in middle school and high school, like yeah. more than we should. <laughs> like my, I'm like, it, it really is. I feel like schools are like, I don't know. I don't know. It's scary. But you know what? Actually, um, this is such a random tangent, but I was listening to um, Rami Youssef on, um, on another podcast and he was talking about how the this is either arabic or sanskrit word for for human the root word of it is to forget so it's like it's it's and it's because the reason why the word is that root is because humans are are inherently forgetful we forget and that's why we we repeat our history so often is because enough years go by and we forget that some awful thing happened and it sometimes it happens again like you know so it's it's so true. Like we just forget things forget. all the time. That's why we have to be beaten in the head with it. Um, but yeah, I, I love Giselle. See, this is when I like Giselle is when she's with her daughter, she's being real. She's not yeah. trying to be a messy bitch. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I just love, um, this release party. Um, I also, like Mia, like, I wonder if she's going to learn that like when she lies and fibs, like she's going to get called out. So I love that when Wendy was like, and I love that Wendy didn't get like really mad at her about it. She was just like, no, you were the one that came up to me and said, I want to eat your yes. box. And then we laughed about it. Like I didn't do shit, but I like that. Like, I think it's cool that Wendy is like, we just got to move past this and just be friends because like this whole thing with the water throwing and the stuff earlier, it's like, no, we got to just move past it. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Mia, I think, She'll do another season. I think she's going to be back next season. Oh, and Mia's for co- sure. oh, and she's completely healthy and completely fine. Yeah. That's uh, so much house by proxy. But with but with Mia, we do find out in the in the after credits or whatever in the finale she's thing. She's bankrupt right now. They have no money. They have no money. They they have lost their house in Potomac. I mean, we all I mean, guys, we all should have thought that a a, a French a, a chiropractic franchise, we all should have thought that it was a little sus. I mean, they're everywhere. I see those places everywhere. But, but like, I don't. The way I don't know. We all. I just. I, I raised an eyebrow, but I was like, well, we'll see. The show reveals all, so like, it'll it'll come. It'll disintegrate at some point. And it, it I also did. love Chris being like, I'm not dealing with this. Like, I'm not even gonna give her. <gasps> Thank you. I love. First of all, that party was great. I loved Candace's speech. I love her yeah. and Chris having a moment. I love that Candace fucking killing it, pursuing her dreams, and doesn't give a fuck about what anyone says. I love it. Yeah, people were snickering at the music video, and I was like, laugh, uh, laugh away. Do you have a music video with Trina? No. I don't think you do. Um, and I'm also proud that she was like, "I Chris doesn't want to take away from my day, so he doesn't want to fight with anyone. So if you want to talk to him, you contact him later. Yeah. But also, Chris is good with you guys, because like he knows what he did and didn't do, and he's yeah. not going to let you two defame him. So, like, no. but Ashley, like, come on. I like her so much, but she just... You can tell stop. she's like, oh, no, we're filming today. Like, I'm doing my job. Like, she's very Lisa Renna in that way. Like, I'm yeah. doing my job. We're going to fucking stir some shit up. And I would have done the same thing with Chris, too. Like, no, I'm walking away. I'm, this is, we're not doing this. This is my wife's day. We got to get through this. Um, yeah, these women are insane. Also, they said that Giselle was hooking up with her own Bravo celebrity. That was Jason from Summer House, Winter Which House. I love. I love that. So... Uh, um, I loved when they were pull. Um, when one of Wendy's fun facts is, um, she is now drinking a gallon of water a day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So let's first of all let's get to this wedding. First of all, did you see that weird Tyler Henry knockoff that was like your mother is speaking to you? Yes. And I was like, okay. Do you remember that? I remember that scene. I was like, I was I. It gave a chill down my spine. Yeah, truly, this ghost human trying to give a medium reading. But 
they did not get married in Jamaica. They got married in Maryland Which, with their honestly, family. Which, honestly, I'm glad they did that. Well, I'm glad that they did it because her mom was so upset. She's like, we love you both. Juan's like a son to us. We took him in. He's. It's basically like our family coming back together. You don't want us to be a part of that? I would be so offended too because like, yeah, they did. They did take Juan in like Juan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's, it's like her seeing both of her kids get married. I think once that scene happened, they knew that they, they were, knew they couldn't no. do it. I think Robin was like, Oh no, I, I, I try to make it all about me and I can't really do that. So they get married, whatever. That's the end of the episode. And then we get the, the information at the end of the episode that after filming ended, it was revealed that during the pandemic, Juan had an affair, but the couple worked, the couple has said that they've worked through this. Okay. We get a watch what happens live that Robin's on. Yep. With, um, Ebony, Ebony. And you had said, I think this is that extra, that 90 minute episode. You think you thought the watch happens live was that or yeah, down. it was weird. Cause it, either, th- either that was it or, this was like a little primer because they had scheduled Robin to be on Watch What Happens Live before this revelation came out. And so they decided so to. I think it's the second because I went back and looked and they said the third part of the reunion is going to be a 90 minute thing where they're going to sit down and talk about Robin and Juan. Now, will that be with the other ladies? Will that just be Robin and Juan? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. You know. To be honest with you, given everything, given given the way that the episode was edited, uh, like their whole wedding was edited, and the way that Robin, for seven years, we haven't Robin to do one thing. We either wanted her to break up with Juan, or we wanted her to marry him, and she married him. So her storyline is now over, in yeah. my mind. And that coupled with her complete unwillingness to be open and real and share everything. Yeah. Yet attack people who don't. She's not a good housewife. And so for me, this, like everything between, and we'll see what the, I mean, the reunion will be the final, I think the final say, but between the watch what happens live and then the finale episode and the press. And I, to me, it feels like this is a good time to let Robin go. I doesn't give anything to the show other than the one will they, won't they that's over now. I think that Giselle is fine without her. Um, yeah. I think I think it's a series wrap on Robin. I, I do. I Unless agree. Robin's going to finally start sharing everything because you are so unwilling to share it with the Bravo audience, yet you'll do it for a paywall on your own podcast. I just think the whole thing is just messy. It doesn't look good on her, and I think that I don't, I don't see her coming back. No, I definitely think Robin dug her grave, especially with the Watch What Happens Live episode. Um, she doesn't give really any answers uh, she, the, the excuse that we have from Juan is that Robin said this woman came to see a Baltimore Raven, couldn't figure out the hotel, had didn't have money, knew Juan because they had been talking and became friends. So she asked Juan to put his credit card down for the hotel room. I mean, I'm just like, here's the thing. Like my, so my mother, my, I really got the pandemic, I really got my mom into housewives. She, she is very passionate about the housewives now because she calls me and she's just like, what idiot believes us this story? Because like anyone that's ever, ever been to a hotel knows that they don't charge your card until you leave the hotel, right? So if this woman were really in dire straits and she came to Maryland and for some reason truly didn't know anyone but her Baltimore Ravens beau and he couldn't do anything to help her, which that doesn't make any sense to yeah. me either. But if really that was the case... All Juan had to do was put a credit card down and then she would have had plenty of time to find someone to get her money so that she could pay for it. Yeah. I I just find it insane that Juan, yeah. And my other thing is... Whatever, she's she's choosing to believe him, I guess. And you can't just like call and put your credit card in over the phone if you're not, if like the hotel's not registered under your name. Because I used to have to, and like you can't use someone else's credit card on a hotel without them being present or to have like a valid, there's a whole form you have to fill out. Yeah. I used to have to do this for my old company because they would book the rooms because I was, they would be paying for them. Right. And then they would be paying it with the company credit card that wasn't under my name. So I had to like fill out forms. I used to have to sit like in the hotel lobby for like an hour and like okay, let me sign this. Let me scan this. Let me use the business yeah. center. It's not, it's, it's not, it, he went there and charged 100%. his credit And you know, and that's what, you know, Robin, the audience is smart and yeah. you're not smarter than us. You're no. not. And any good housewife knows that and knows that they can't hide. So yeah. I think this is her time. I think let's bring in another new lady 
and um, or maybe not. We can kind of leave it alone. The girls are bringing plenty of drama. Um, I'm excited for the reunion. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a really great reunion as well. I think because so much has happened, because there's so much we don't know, I think we're going to get a really juicy reunion. I agree. Do we move on to our final show? Yeah, let's do Miami. uh, Miami. Before we get into the the Bahamas trip, I had to laugh when Alexia was speaking about her son's father, Pedro. And she was like, yeah, so Pedro was gone for... You know, he was away for five years in school, in quotation marks. <laughs> That's what I like to call prison or jail. That made me laugh so hard. But, like, if you think about it, I want to just say really quick, telling kids that instead of telling your, them, like, your dad's in jail, be like, your dad's in school to learn to be better. He's a bad boy. Honestly, that he's is. he's in school right now to learn to be better. And to be, I mean, I'm not going to, it's, that is actually kind of a very, taking that idea and, like, kind of thinking, re- reworking the whole prison system to be like that. Like, again, well, that's Alexia for president. I know that's, that's, I mean, that's basically the theory of restorative justice and yes, 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 criminal I justice. It was restorative, but yeah. Um, no, I, I thought that was hilarious and I love that. Um, so Marisol has COVID at the top of the episode, <laughs> just at the beginning though. Cause she's been, uh, she's had some, she's a wreck. She's a recluse. But yeah. She believes his witch. Yeah. So there's not a lot going on in this episode, to be honest, they're going to Jamaica for a trip. Marisol can't come because she's a COVID. Although it is revealed that she did tell Alexia that she thinks that lately someone's been casting witchcraft spells on her, which is ironic because uh, Julia, went to Julia and Adriana went to um, a botanica um, just to get some cute gifts for the girls um, just for like, you know, peace and good vibes. And of course, Alexia took it the wrong way. And I mean, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think that the curtain going back and forth was a little spooky in yeah. the hotel room. I mean, although that could be just you an know, automatic, an automatic like it just like, yeah. but I think I love, I love Alexia, but her, her going wide and immediately going to the, Oh, I don't know what these two girls have for me. I don't know what energy they're trying to grant me. Like just be nice and just have fun and just not be such a wet blanket. Give me a freaking break. Uh, I want to say this Bahamar is, this is the second time this week. I have watched a show that has the Bahamar in it in the Bahamas. What was the other I, show? Bling Empire. In oh, New York, that's right. I'm, You're obsessed. Y'all, if if I don't know if y'all watch Bling Empire, I was not really a huge fan of Bling Empire. I never really got into it. My old roommate loved it. I turned on Bling Empire in New York because, you know, I live in New York now. And I saw Dorothy Wang on it. And I was like, Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, mm, Dorothy Wang. <laughs> and let me tell you, I'm obsessed with it. It's such a fun, easy watch. It's by the people who do The Hills. So it is a little, like, Hilly. scripted. <laughs> but it's it's fun. But they go to the Bahamas. They go to the Bahamas. They stay at the Bahamas. The same, they stay at the SLS, the same hotel that the girls are staying in. And then they do flamingo yoga. And I was like, I've already seen this scene. It, and it, I, was I like, mean, no, it must be a thing. Exact it thing. has to be a thing. Same trainer and everything. It was wild. Look at that. Look at that. Um, but yeah, this hotel looks so nice. I would love to go to the Bahamas. So nice. Water and, park. And it is, it's nice that for the beginning of this trip, like everyone's kind of getting along yes. and no one's yelling yet. But then Mary Saul does arrive. <laughs> well, that's at the end. Yeah. So like, I feel like fights will ensue. I think things are going to happen. Um, but I just had to laugh at Larsa defending her braids, being like, I'm my grandmother's Moroccan. I used to wear braids my whole life, blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> even like, it was a Gertie. It was, like, was like, what? Um, that's ballsy girl, yeah, for you to come bold. to the Bahamas in braids. But okay. Uh, and Larsa, like, she just really shows her true colors. Like, she's trying to pretend to be friends with Adriana and Julia, but then, like, within two seconds goes and runs and tells Alexia. Alexia. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's a nightmare. Well, I also do love the Lenny counter. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but I get it. I get I get Lisa being like, well, Lenny. And she's like, oh, crap, I got it. Because your whole life is that. No, I mean, then- I, she, I, I would be incensed as well. Yeah. And, like, I like that the girls are giving her grace. Yeah. And, and they're making it fun. Understanding. Um, <laughs> I had to laugh so hard at does golden girls mean i have a golden tan oh my god no okay i'm sorry but if you haven't watched the golden girls like look at your life look at your choices like it's i did not watch the golden girls no but you're reformed and you know better now so you know come on but that's also just proves how old they are they're like they're so old they don't even know what the golden girls is they know who the golden girls are well she didn't know they should Larsa just likes to be Larsa. Um, speaking of, so this the whole trip, they're having fun. Some of the girls, the Golden Girls are sitting by the pool, not going to the pool. The Sex and the City Girls are having a blast. They all go to the big dinner and uh, they just start playing this game. And 
the game starts bringing up conversations at the table. Um, one of the first things is who do they think has the weirdest porn search history? And they're like, Adriana. And she's like, no, I'm really vanilla, like mom and dad kind of stuff. And like a, a DP here and there. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? And, and I'm thinking she meant like dick pic. And I was like, oh, she's so vanilla. like so." But no, she's fully talking about double penetration. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it. The girls wouldn't say it on camera, but you are out here just letting everybody know. Oh, come on. <laughs> it was on the show. We can, it was on the we show. Can, we can bring it up. Uh, but that killed me. But then our Adriana kills me again when she does a perfect Julia impersonation. Oh my God, it was great. And then she's like, the way I do it is I just think about Julia Child and I'm like, oh. She really doesn't surprise me because like I don't love her. I love her, but I love her for the show. She's so funny. Yeah, like, she's, she's just she's a kook. She's just like that side character that you're like, great. I don't want to see her fart- farting. I don't want to <laughs> see her farting. But I also don't want to see her fighting with Alexia and Marisol, because like obviously they're like we could give two shits. But about I liked you. that Alexia and her were able to kind of have a meeting of the minds. Yeah. Before Marisol showed up. Charges <laughs> in. Um. So, but I don't. I think that'll be short lived because I think. I mean, the preview showed her making a very uh, Alex or um, very. Adriana making a very inappropriate comment about Frankie to Alexia, which I will not stand for because I think Frankie is wonderful. No, I. Um. So. I'm it's bad. I think that I think it's bad. So do you, I do you think do you think that's going to be brought up later with like Los Ojos Malos? Do you think like the evil eye like people are going to be like that's what Adriana is going to say it's like oh we didn't put this on you someone else did when Marisol comes? Uh something. I oh no, they're abs- Alexis absolutely going to tell Marisol that like the two girls went to a a botanica. 100%. Yeah. That's probably where the start. The fight's gonna start from. I think so too. Like, I, I about think, wishing people bad things, and then it's because gonna that's get because that's what Alexia says. She goes, "I don't think Adriana meant to. I think Adriana was so happy that we have all these things in our life, and then in the back of her mind, she put the evil eye on us." So it's I such think, a like it's because like what is Adriana gonna say about that? She can't defend that. She can't be like, "I didn't put an evil eye on you." And she's like, "Well, no, I just feel like th- I just feel that you did." It's like, "Well, then." Fine, fine. Feel, feel you whatever you want about me too. Good. Um, but I think I think Adriana. This is how I would nip it. Is I would just say, I guess I did have a, a wrong thought about you. How can we? Do we need to go to a bruja right now? Do we need to figure this out? Like, do we need to, like? No, it's true you? though. But like, like, what, what do we need? What do I need to do to make you feel better about this? Don't yeah. I get that? Um, the final thing I just want to say about all this is, I feel so bad for Lisa's kids. Hearing what that boy is going oh through and hearing what he's saying and like he doesn't want to go to school like or he doesn't want to go to summer camp he's saying I never want to get married Lenny is a dirtbag I can't believe he's I can't doing believe this. he did this to his family it's so heartbreaking it's gross um, um is there anything else we missed no this was such a good week I'm um is so excited so we're gonna have a lot to talk about for the next like week or two because. Um, Summer House starts on Monday. Oh my God. So um, get ready for jam-packed episodes. While, yeah, while we wait for Potomac and Family Karma and Miami to wrap, uh, we're gonna be full for the next week or two. So just get get ready for us, guys. We're coming at you hot and fast and wild and crazy. Crazy and cool. <laughs> Cookie crazy. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, if you aren't already, make sure you're subscribed to wherever you're listening to, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you're on social media, follow us. We're at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. And if you're in the New York area, um, I actually will be performing oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, a comedy stand-up set on February 23rd at Broadway Comedy Club uh, in the city if you want to check that out. Woo! Go and get tickets. You could use the code Eddie for five dollars off your ticket. Yes. Uh, that's February twenty third in a Broadway Comedy Club. So check. I'll it be out. there. I can't it's, wait. It's the Yas Fest. It's the the <laughs> queer New York Comedy Festival. So I'd love it's to see be you all awesome. there. Um, and yeah, anything you want to plug? No, <laughs> go see any show or when I'll be there. All right, and we'll see you guys next time. Have a great week, y'all. <laughs>